And now, the Wad Fan Shock Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Jockpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. We're here this week to start the Rydell saga with episode 802, Parker for President. Not a charged time to be covering a political episode at all, actually. No, no, it actually worked out nicely because there was a debate in this episode that was more civil than the one last week. Yeah, I'm glad that you said that because that's how I felt and I wasn't sure if we were going to go there. Yeah, apparently that's how I'm starting off this episode. Hi, new listeners. Hi. It's a pleasure to 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 meet you. Yeah. Um, what what do we do here, Andrew? Well, uh, to be honest, <coughs> no. Uh, we, we um, you and me, good friends, longtime friends, lovers of Adventures and Odyssey, uh, we go back and listen to old episodes and uh, new episodes, and we talk about them sometimes with guests, sometimes just us. Uh, we cover long, you know, uh, plot-oriented arcs typically. But yeah, it's just a, a lot of fun and um, a good way to look back at something that was really important to us in our childhood and and see if, see it for what it is, what what holds up, what doesn't. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say that the reason that the show's been on for two years is because we both like making it a good bit. I, you summed that up really well. Thank you. Um, yeah, as as kind of reference there, we one we've been doing this show for two years. We started out covering Novacom. We then covered Connie and Mitch. We covered Twilight Zone, which everyone loved unequivocally. Oh yeah, and we wrapped Blackard this past summer. Um, so we were kind of looking forward on what to do, and uh, both Andrew and I more or less dropped off on Odyssey around Green Ring, mm-hmm. um, and not just that, but like anything after album 50, at least on my end, I've only heard the once. Yeah. So like I did, like I listened through Green Ring and maybe even a couple things off albums after that, but... I'm not super familiar with it because it wasn't on repeat the way the first 50 albums of Odyssey are. Yeah, I went through a time where I listened to Green Ring a couple times. Like, I think I listened to it once or twice, maybe three times, because um, I did have that one on CD. Yeah. But that was, I think that was the last album of Odyssey I did get on CD and, like, I owned and, like, that yeah. was it. Yeah, what's even a CD? I don't know, honestly. <laughs> now we just have the AIO Club. Yeah. Um... So yeah, that's that's kind of our history with Odyssey and and the show. And so now we are jumping into an era of Odyssey, which well we did accidentally touch on at one point. We did we did cover a sacrificial escape last year. If you're interested on that, uh, you can go back and listen. But now, now we're talking about Parker for president. We are on album sixty one. The dizzying heights of album 61. Without I, a hitch. Yeah. This is the name of the album. This is track two. This is an episode that came out in 2016, which is crazy. This episode came out after I graduated high school. Yeah. Wow. So well, like, when did this come out in February 2nd? No. So so this, this, uh, this episode debuted on... The, at the time, Odyssey Adventure Club, before yeah. it got renamed to the Adventures in Odyssey Club, um, and it, it came out on July 14th, 2016, or at least that's when the album came out. The wiki's not super clear on if all the episodes released simultaneously, mm-hmm. um, 
on the away club. These days they don't, but 2016 might have been different. Is it when is election day in November? So, is it right. is that the fifth? No. So so this episode then aired on the radio November fifth of 2016. Um, which would be the Saturday before the election. Which is so elections, elections on, on a Tuesday. Yep. Um, new episodes of Odyssey always air on Saturdays now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is the episode that came out on the radio right before the presidential election. Wow. In 2016. This is an episode that is pre, like, the Trump era. Yeah. Like, it is... It is both far newer than the episodes I've listened to mm-hmm. and surprisingly old. Yeah. No, especially when considering this is like the the Rydell saga, which is what we're covering and is wrap, you know, wrapping up now. Right. And it's only been like nine episodes over like four years. Yeah. Which is nutty. So bizarre. Yeah, well, this is, I mean... I mean, an Odyssey doesn't release as many albums, or as many episodes these days. Like, I like I know some of that, but it still is, like, kind of blows my mind that, like, all of Green Ring came out back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And then they did some wrap-up after that. And this has been going on for four years. Yeah. And it's not that many episodes. So... That'll be really interesting to talk about, kind of, as we go through, I think. For sure, yeah. And, I mean, just putting myself... I didn't realize this until literally right now as to when this came out. I just kind of threw it in the category of roughly new Odyssey, where it could have been something that was commentating on something that had already happened in the real world or something that was going to happen. I, I didn't really know. But now that I'm like, wow, no, this is... This is was intentionally done by Focus on the Family and put on the radio for people to hear right before the presidential election. Right. And so it was it was written and recorded and stuff. You know, Prior to actually that. the the record date is February 2nd, 2016. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's something that we know about New Odyssey is when they were recorded. Nice. Which is kind of cool. Um and so that is so it's it's I mean can we talk about the fact that it's called Salami Studios? Oh, yeah. That's their studio where they record most episodes. Really? I don't know why. Have we, we never talked about I don't about think that. we have talked about that. What? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, Salami Studios. There it is. Named after uh, Mitch's sweater that looked like salami? Or was it Connie's sweater? What, what's, the, what's the salami thing? Salami. Mitch you, you, says salami. I think did, Connie gets salami Con- on her sweater. No, no, no. I think her sweater looks like salami. What? I'm pretty sure. I this was definitely in Novacom. People uh, tweet at us. Our Twitter is at wadfamjockpod, uh, or send us an email wadfamjockpod at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> that was that was right off the tart. Or drop us a voice memo uh, at anchor.fm slash wadfamjockpod. Any of those ways, your message will get to us. Let me know uh, what the deal with salami Salami. is. (laughs) If that is, in fact, a descriptor of Connie's sweater. And also, uh, if the name of the studio is at all tied to that. Oh, yeah. No, I I think that this is the time in which we go on the Wadfam Shockpod Twitter and we just ask, what is the deal with Salami Studios? And let let the internet do the work for us. Yeah. Um, So there's that. Um... Other things about this episode. Uh, written by Kathy Buchanan. Directed by Phil Lawler. Nice. 
Um, and as it is, the first episode of this new mm-hmm. series and era that we are talking about, we've got a lot of cast stuff to go through. Let's do it. So, first off, we have uh, Justin Felbinger as uh, Matthew Parker. Uh, he was a voice in The Nut Job 2, Nutty by Nature, The Lion Guard, and The Boss Baby Back in Business. <laughs> at the time... At the time of recording this, he was 13 or 14. Wow. Um, which I think is important to establish for a reason that we're about to hit on. Um, so his older sister... Being uh, Olivia Parker is played by Kelly Stables. We've talked about Kelly in the past because she voiced Jill in Kidsboro, mm-hmm. um, which was very apparent. Yep. If you listen to that episode, because <laughs> yeah. it is not the that different voice. a voice. Um, and at that time, when we were talking about those episodes, we did hit on some of her background. But just as a refresher, she plays Kelly on Superstore, mm-hmm. a sitcom that I quite like. And also uh, Arrowette on Young Justice, a show that I really like. And did an episode of a podcast about. The link will be in the description. Apparently, I'm just shilling all episode today. We're just so. going. Yeah, we're just endless Pl- plugs self-plug. But so the point I want to draw here is that she is an adult. Yes. And she is playing the older sister of a child. Of a 13-year-old. Right. We then have Christina Puselli as Emily Jones. Um, she's done a voice in the show Alan Gregory, The Loud House, and voiced Miss Martian in DC Superhero Girls. Nice. Also, an adult, which is really weird. So, we, we've talked, we've talked a lot about how, like, Adventures in Odyssey likes to cast kids in the kid roles and, like, how fun that is and whatnot. So, like, at the time of Green Ring Conspiracy... We have a, like, a seven or eight-year-old mm-hmm. doing the voice of Matthew Parker mm-hmm. and the Parker Jones Detective Agency, like, this, this like, dynamic duo in the show. Christina Puselli, who is a full-blown adult, is, like, the count... Like, she was born in 1969. She wow. is a couple days... She's, like, two weeks older than my father. Wow. And she was, like, the counterpart to a literal child. Which is just really bizarre. Yeah, can you imagine just having that youthful of a voice? Like, I do not think, and maybe it's the smoking, but I, 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 yeah, I don't think that my voice is going to age like that. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's, it's really common in animation to have, like, adults voicing kids. No, but just... It's just weird that Odyssey has both kids voicing kids and adults versus kids voicing kids, and they are interacting so closely. That's just, like, an interesting dynamic. Well, and, you know, child voice actors are really hard to do, and, like, it's... uh, Child actors, in general, is difficult um, to work around. So, like, I can understand, perhaps, why they would want to lean away from it whenever they possibly can. But at the same time, considering how much they used to really heavily rely on it, it is very surprising to me that, like they can get that kind of chemistry out right. of somebody that's like that, that that's 50 what I was years say, older is is like the, the point like that I'm 
like the the thing is not to be like, oh, this doesn't work. It's like, oh, I listened to this and I never once thought that. And then I was researching and I was like, whoa, that's like pretty nutty. Kind of crazy. <laughs> um we also then have Natalie Lander as Zoe. Um, she is uh, done actually like a bunch of like on-screen appearances. She was a character called Debbie in the show The Middle. Uh, she appeared as mm-hmm. Amanda on 13 Reasons Why. And also was in two episodes of Hannah Montana. As who? Uh, Annie? Nope. Doesn't ring yeah. a bell. It was a two-part episode that she was in. Wait, um, what was the episode called? Because there's a good chance I, I could remember based I, on that. I, I'm not going to okay. look it up. Understood. We're understood. Just, we we, we got to keep moving. I can't I can't anecdote all day. I understood. Um, also, at this point, younger considerably than both Christina Puselli and, to some extent, Kelly Stables, but also, like, an adult. Um, and we have uh, Atticus Schaefer voicing uh, Maury Rydell. Mm-hmm. So Atticus Schaefer is um also was uh, a voice or is a voice for the lion guard with justin felbinger um which is i don't know interesting connection but uh was is is notable as being the character of brick in the middle oh um, which the middle is not a yeah. show i've ever watched um and we just talked about the fact that natalie lander was in it as a character called debbie but like the character of Brick in the middle is still, like, a character I have a reference point for. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Uh, so the janitor from Scrubs is the dad on the middle. Yeah. So I care about the middle tangentially because of Scrubs, and now it is all full circle. There you go. Um, uh, he's also been a voice on shows like Pete the Cat and Steven Universe. Nice. Um, and so at the time of recording this, he's, like, 17 or 18. So... Yeah. Cool. He's he's essentially my age. Mm-hmm. Um which is fun. Uh then we also have to rounding out the cast, uh John Rubinow as Principal Vogler. Um we know him because he was Agent Del Hayworth in the um other side of the glass. Oh, that makes um sense. and we have uh Bob Hoos, uh Odyssey voice extraordinaire <laughs> as Mr. Redicop. Oh yes. Which we'll get into. Okay, one more thing before we the roll top, the promo. Before we roll the promo, good God, I feel like we've been doing this for hours. I know, I it's we've been speeding through it. Yeah, but there's just a just, lot. there's a lot to cover off the top, and Welcome. like I want to, I really want to set the stage for what we're getting into because we're yeah, excited. I because I, I don't know what's coming. Exactly, I truly have no reference point for what is ahead we and are it is, journeying into unknown territory i know it's never happened before i mean it's happened before for andrew but not for me i don't know what that's supposed to mean <laughs> you didn't know the other side of the glass when we come oh yes, yes 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 so the other thing i would just like to throw out um then you can use any of the previously mentioned ways of contacting us for this um but they're like the official guide doesn't get this modern mm-hmm so if you guys know of trivia just from being part of the Adventures in Odyssey community and you have non-spoilery trivia for us, send us an email. Probably not a tweet, but I, I mean, we'd take a tweet or, or a voice memo and just put in the subject line what episode it's trivia for. Uh, make sure it's not a spoiler and we'll read slash play it um, so that we can talk about it because... 
I think it is like there is like interesting. I'm sure there's interesting anecdotes and stuff. Yeah. To to talk about here, I just don't have. Yeah, I don't have the resources to scour the internet for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have a book with all the answers in it. So, um, yeah, if you guys know of, yeah, little little tidbits of trivia that we can sprinkle in throughout, uh, send them our way. I can't guarantee that uh, that we'll talk about them. Uh, but they do, will be appreciated. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll at the very least enjoy them and... When we can, we'll talk about them. So we'll be releasing episodes every week coming out on Tuesdays. Um, so get in, and our recording schedule is kind of all over the place. So just get in the trivia whenever you can for specific episodes and just make sure you label what episode it's for. That way we don't spoil ourselves uh, and we can you know talk about it while we're recording the episode. All right. Cool. Deep breath. Yeah. Want to roll the promo? Oh, boy. Here we go. New Odyssey. New Odyssey. On the next adventure in Odyssey, Matthew takes on a new challenge at Odyssey Middle School. I can't believe I just signed up to run for student body president. Emily Jones is by his side. I'm going to be your campaign manager. But there's a wrinkle from his sister, Olivia. I'm going to be the next school president. Uh, I'm running, too. Really? It's Parker versus Parker. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey. Man, new Odyssey promos have just gotten boring. Yeah. Like, like I appreciate that they're not insane like yeah. the old ones are. No, this is but respectable. But I'm also like, I'm like, man... What do I talk about when they're just good? Yeah, what, what, what do we do when there's no mice talking? Like, what, what do we do then? <laughs> it's so much more fun when we can rip into them for making no sense and being weird. But no, that's a good promo. It sets the stage. I like that Chris is doing the narration. They're coming I like through. that the, yeah, that we hear a little bit of each character talking. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's good. It's real good. That's real solid. They figured it out. They took the rights back from whoever was doing it before. Yeah. Big proud. Big proud. So, this episode, as the promo mentions, is uh, all takes place in, well, not all of it, but most of it takes place in Odyssey Middle School. Yes. And it centers around a student council uh, race. Um, the episode begins with uh, Matthew Parker and who was it, Olivia? No, no, Olivia's not till later. Emily, talking about the. Um, the grant money that the school is going to receive and because they got this big grant and they're thinking about what you know where is it going to go to they talk to somebody um that's like higher up in the school like is it a principal or a teacher or something um and he said oh well you know the as much as we value your input like the student uh body president is going to have a big say as far as where that funding goes so you should consider running for office. And that kind of sets up the premise for this episode, which is a uh, student body president race. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Pr- Principal Vogel is the person you were yes. you were trying to uh, find there. Yeah. Right. So so our, our cast of characters, we've got Zoe, who is the one who kind of comes in and breaks the news. Mm-hmm. I guess she is the reporter person. Yeah. That's kind of her her character. Um, the new Robin Jacobs. Yeah, sure. I like that. We've got Olivia, 
um, who is Matthew's older sister. Mm-hmm. Though, like, I guess only by like maybe a year or two, they're still in they're in middle school together. Yeah. Um, I get the idea that Odyssey Middle School is like a sixth, seventh, and eighth grade situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and then we uh, and then we have uh, Matthew and Emily. Um, who are like this duo. They're like the detectives, um, good friends. Yeah, Matthew and Olivia are siblings. We already said that. Um, and yeah, so it's it's them talking. Yeah, talking about like, oh, hey, there's this new grant um, that uh, which Matthew knew because he reads the school board minutes because haha, mm-hmm. he's a nerd. Um, <laughs> and they uh, and they all have different ideas on what they could use that grant money for. Yeah. Um, so Matthew's like, oh, obviously new computers. I'm a nerd. Um, and then someone <laughs> someone throws out that like, oh, uh, the we should repaint the walls mm-hmm. because it's this avocado, avocado green paint from the 70s that according to study causes nausea and depression. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I take a lot of classes regarding the mental health and nothing nothing i've seen has been linked to paint color and those sorts of things but uh yeah i could see avocado green walls being kind of nasty yeah i would like to point out that That the uh, color of your walls are like slightly old avocado no um the 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 point i wanted to to make (laughs) which i just thought talking about paint causing nausea and depression and it being from the 70s it wasn't until 1978 that lead-based paint was banned oh so it could just be lead paint yeah in which case uh they should get that sorted out yeah that would be bad (laughs) maybe that's the that's the secret to odyssey like everybody's just a little bit crazy because all their paint has leaded (laughs) i mean it's an old town yeah um but but yeah that is the that's the premise that's what we're going and yeah you know uh there's yeah basically deciding like well, there's these kind of power dynamics. Like the money's always going to go to the athletes yes. in the school and the funding, which but is very interesting. Teams are bad. The soccer team made more catches than the football team, which is a pretty good joke. Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty good joke. And and you know, I I feel for that goalie if he's got to catch the ball that much. You know. Oh, I, I was thinking rough. the joke is that soccer people can't use hands. But oh no, I was thinking that they're just getting trounced in that poor goalie. But, you know, that yeah. could just be me reading into it. <laughs> no, that would probably make more sense. I'm not a soccer guy. Yeah, well, I am. So that's why we, we work so well together. Yeah, exactly. Because there's so much demand for me to talk about soccer on this Adventures yes. in Odyssey podcast. This is this is truly, under the hood, a podcast about sports. Yeah. <laughs> With a question mark. Yeah. Sports. <laughs> um, we then have a, uh, a new uh, person show up. A man... A man. A oh child God. named Maury with an incredibly squeaky voice. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Apparently, though, I mean, we find out later, this guy is an absolute baller. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> this dude, guy dude, is... Dude gets stuff done. He is real good at running campaigns, and, uh, yeah. I... Mm, we'll, we'll get to it, because I got, I got suspects. I got suspects. Oh, you got suspects. All right. Um. So then, what? We've got... Maury's looking for a room because he's the nude kid. Yes. And Olivia helps him find the room. Yep. That's 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 it. Yep. That's essentially it. <laughs> yeah. But that's our introduction to Maury, as we will later find out, Rydell. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. A man so 
special he gets a saga named after him or maybe it's like his family at large mm. maybe, maybe we've got like a, mm. like an erica colburn situation mm. or something yes Could time, be. T- time will tell uh oh that that's another thing just to point out uh don't spoil stuff for Please. us Please. Hashtag don't spoil the Rydell saga. Yeah, hashtag don't spoil the Rydell saga. I'll put it on my normal Twitter, seriously. <laughs> Please don't ruin this for me. I'm enjoying this. And sometimes in life, you need to hold on to things like stories you haven't heard before to keep you going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we, what? Oh, it's the thing you already talked about with Vogler explaining, hey, the school board determines where the money goes, but mm-hmm. the student body president will have a voice. So, like, if you want to impact that, you should run Matthew, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And teachers enabling kids to do things and step outside of their comfort zone. Like, that's a classic good teacher move. And then Emily volunteers to be Matthew's campaign manager. Yeah. No. and, And it's so sweet. And, you know, I know that especially coming off last episode where we were very negative, I would like to say that... I absolutely loved this episode through and through. It was so delightful. Like, Odyssey Middle School is, like, one of my favorite environments for Odyssey mm. to exist in, at yeah. least personally. Like, yeah. I just think it's no, so fun. No, there's a lot of good Odyssey Middle School stories. And it's yeah. interesting because it's a show that markets so uh, well towards people that aren't in public school Yet all of their kids are in public school. Right. And the things that I like the most about it are the public school things. Yeah, it's wish fulfillment. <laughs> sure. For all the homeschool kids. Yeah, it's it's great. And so, yeah. The, I will say a struggle for me. I did listen through part of this episode a second time. Mm-hmm. Part of it, just a struggle for me off the bat was like, really struggling to like identify which character was which from their voice especially with like the three female characters with zoe olivia and emily and that's not a criticism of their performances or of the show but just like an interesting observation for me being like oh right children kind of all sound the same sometimes (laughs) just these are characters i'm not like intimately familiar with yeah where i'm like oh this is probably the experience that everyone else has listening to a rant like if if you know joe schmo on the street puts on a random episode odyssey they're gonna struggle with this but i know these characters so well that mm-hmm. it doesn't like that it's not hard yeah but then this episode i was like oh yeah so like i'm like all right like i'm pretty sure that emily is the one volunteering yeah to be the matthews campaign ma- manager and then obviously like i'm right mm-hmm. but like the other thing is like right off the top of the episode it's um zoe running down the hall yelling olivia emily and matthew's names Mm -hmm. just to like and i was like oh i never clocked it before but odyssey is really quick to establish character names Mm -hmm. which is so so important in a show that doesn't have visual cues Mm -hmm. and like of course that's how they do it and it's never stuck out to me until this time because it was new right because because i didn't already know the names yeah exactly um and so yeah because i and i could be wrong about this but like i don't think zoe's not a character i was at all familiar with Mm -hmm. um whereas like emily matthew pretty much and olivia like only really in like only really because of matthew um 
So, so yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that interesting thing of just like, oh yeah, I'm getting to know like this new cast of kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and Odyssey's doing a good job of like establishing them pretty quickly. Yeah. No, it's, um, there's, yeah. So basically Matthew Parker, uh, was, you know, encouraged to run. Yeah. And he is worried about it. Um, you know, not a, like, (laughs) he sounds young. Honestly, his voice sounds very young in this in this episode. And so, like, hearing the idea of him and me, like, kind of empathizing with that, like, wow, that would be terrifying to run for student body. But it's actually very funny because I uh, was just given the opportunity to run for a uh, student council at the college that I go to. So... <laughs> It kind of hit me uh, in, in, a, in a way that was very close to home because I haven't quite decided if it was something I wanted to invest in or not. And then hearing this episode, I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. We'd be yeah. living in the future. Everything all be working out, timeline and whatnot. Yeah. And so, yeah, we have we have a really uh, a great scene of Odyssey just mm-hmm. through and through. Which is, oh, so, like, they, they have this little run-in in the cafeteria where, like, Emily and Matthew, like, run up to Olivia and are like, hey, like, Matthew's gonna run for yeah. for student council. And Olivia's like, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, and, then, and then we have this scene where Olivia comes downstairs in the middle of the night and mm-hmm. Matthew's up. And oh, this is such a good scene. It's great. This feels they, very much like something that's happened in my life. It's it's so good. And so, they yeah, they're kind of talking about stuff. Matthew's talking about just being nervous. Um, he offers her milk and cookies, presumably Oreos, because he has eaten the filling out of every one of them. Because um, he's stressed. Right. You know what? I'm stressed. I eat the filling out of things. Right. And then, and then she's... She's like, oh, yeah. Like, Could you imagine like, buying donuts in that house? Right. Just Matthew Parker running through with, like, a bread knife, just <laughs> spooning yeah. out the custard. And then, right, and then he's like, he's like, oh, or so, someone makes reference to the infamous Jelly Donut episode. And I was like, like, obviously they were talking about, like, episode as in, like, event. But I'm also, <laughs> like, curious. Is there a Jelly Donut episode? Is that a thing? Like, are they calling back something, or is this just, like, fleshing out the character? We probably because won't Because it cover could go it. either way, and I think that that's fun. But if it is real, please let me know, because I am actually personally interested in listening yeah. to an episode that revolves around a Jelly Donut, because those are my favorite. I'm, I can't do a Jelly Donut. I like cream. I don't like jelly or custard. Mm. My donuts. Cream is good. Okay. Cream's good, or just... No filling. No filling is good. Honestly, I, as, a, as a child, very pro-filling. And the older I get, the more I'm like, I don't know that I really need it. Yeah. I think a good sprinkle donut is... Donuts already got so much going for it. Like, I just yeah. like I just like a plain donut that is glazed. Mmm. It's good delicious. Because you get that... Mm, yeah. But yeah. And th- yeah. This th- has been Donut Corner. Yeah. And so, I just... Man, I I love this this scene. So, it's them... It's Matthew talking about how he's nervous and... Olivia, even though, like, he, like, they're going to be opponents, like, being really encouraging to him and being, like, just great older sibling thing. Yeah, talking and, like, about, hey, like, like, I think, like, you're, I, like, I think you've actually got, like, a good chance at this, and, like, I wish you the best, and. And Matthew's worried because he's not a, a people, or, like, a person that is comfortable being in charge and being in front of people. Right. And, like, being a leader is hard, and Olivia really comforts him. And is like, no, being a leader isn't necessarily hard. You just have to be willing to make decisions because a lot of times 
that's kind of what being a leader looks like. And that's true. Like, yeah, leaders do make decisions. That's what leaders are for. Um, But, you know, decisions do have consequences. So, like, he's not necessarily wrong to be worried about it, but I really like how she kind of brings herself down to his level and is just like, no, we're just all people and, you know, the only reason that I'm good at it is because, like, I've become a person that's comfortable telling people what I want. The thing the thing I really like in this little bit is, like, oh, we've got, like, we've got siblings, like, interacting in Odyssey in a way that, like, I don't feel like we had, mm-hmm. at least for, like, a good portion of the show. Like, we have, like... We have, like, Jimmy and Donna stuff early on, and, mm-hmm. like, there is definitely, there's definitely, like, we get some Trent and Jared stuff, I guess, technically, um, and, and then, and then, right, now, nowadays, like, not nowadays, um, and then, like, we had, like, Mandy and her brother, or, like, like, there's definitely mm-hmm. been sibling relationships in the show, but I just, like, I don't know that there's been one quite like this. Um, and so that was just, like, a really nice thing to see. Yeah. Um, well, and it, it's something that... The thing that uh, New Odyssey does for me that I have issues with is, like... I think that it's not necessarily bad. I just... I observe it as something that's different than what it used to be. And it seems like this and episodes like this that make me feel like, oh, no, it's actually... It's different, yeah, but it... it it's very similar. Like, this could be a, a called-on-in-class-era episode. You know, this could be something like that. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. if you just sub in different kids, you've got a whole different episode. But, yeah, so moving moving on, um, yeah. the following day... Oh, so, wait, sorry. I just, I just want to point this oh, out. Oh, go for it. Of, like, they leave this conversation on, like, such great terms mm-hmm. that you're, like... Oh, okay, so this isn't gonna last. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's such a fantastic scene, but there is that thing at the end where you're like, uh-oh. And this is not going <laughs> and to I'm be sustainable. And I'm four minutes into the episode? <laughs> yeah. And no conflict yet. All right. Um, so the next day, is that's when, like, the campaign manager scene shakes out, right? right. So so Emily is going to be Matthew's campaign's um Manager, manager no surprise that was there. already established and like of course um zoe can't be olivia's campaign manager because she's a member of the press right she's like their official media person and olivia's kind of broken up about this you get the idea that like olivia and zoe are close friends yeah they're buds um and and then olivia's like or zoe's like no you know it's okay the new guy you met yesterday maury rydell he's a baller he was a campaign manager at two previous schools that were overseas, and uh, he won both of their elections by a landslide. That's not suspect at all. No, I don't think it is. No, not necessarily, but wow, that I, is so I convenient. Just, I just think that it's hilarious that this is, like, that this is a known thing. The saving grace for <laughs> because... this episode is... So, uh, well, one middle schooler's previous political experience. Right. That's that's the thing. And he doesn't want to like he he they come to him and he's like I'm retired and it's like then how did they find out about the previous thing? Mhm. Like did you just like was that like did that make 
news and like Zoe was able to like dig up international papers like looking for background information on Maury and then came across like, oh, he's a campaign manager. Hey, I need one of those. What if it was all a lie? Like, <laughs> like what if he just made that up? What if he's lived in the U.S. his entire life and it's all fiction? Yeah. I mean, I'm open to that possibility. We don't know. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. So then, so then um, Olivia kind of corners him and gets him to come out of retirement. Yep. Which is a, a pretty charming scene. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to Matthew and, Le- and Emily who have been lent a janitor's closet by a cowboy? Presumably. <laughs> Presumably, Pretty sure the janitor he is works, a cowboy. And he works part-time at Old, Fe- Old West Fun World. Great Janitors great point. make it work. Of course, that is his... They're not paid much. Man, Andrew, now I'm just mad that I didn't come up with that joke. Well, you know, it was bound to happen eventually. <sighs> Blind well done, squirrel sir. finds a nut every once in a while. You made that comment last episode. I'm sure I did. <laughs> um, And so, so Emily starts, you know explaining her strategy she's like all right i took a poll with like the volleyball team uh you need to be matt Mm -hmm. and we need you to be likable um and then he makes a joke about kissing babies yeah which is like a politician thing that i think odyssey has riffed on before oh they have yeah because i think it's truly something that i found out as a child about through odyssey yeah no for sure no because tom talks about it in tom for mayor and we've covered that. Oh, okay. There's like, like either him or Bart, oh, it's, I somebody says it. I didn't even clock the Tom for Mayor thing. I, I didn't like, until now. Because I was like, of course Odyssey has done other campaign episodes. And then I was like, man, like what? I was like, oh, right, of course. Um, at, at the point which I made the connection that where I was like, oh, Olivia is Jill. And also, Jill was like the... the um, Kidsboro had that whole arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, oh, right. So it's like, it's, it's a little bit of deja it's, vu. Yeah. It's a bit like that, but I didn't even think about the fact that it's also a bit like Tom for mayor. Yeah. Um, which is funny. Um, but so basically Matthew. So what, what we've then set up is the, the campaign is now afoot, right? Yes. The, you know, yes. we've got these two candidates that are doing different things and we get this big picture of, like, the social scene at at this middle school. We've yeah. got all these clubs and these groups of people. Special interest groups. Yeah, special interest groups. Lobbyists. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We've got drama club. We've got computer club. We've got Chinese club. We do have Chinese club. <laughs> uh, and when we have athletics, um, yeah. which is just We've got all of band. Them. We've got band. Yeah, and so what, Olivia, Olivia like, starts out, like, she's got drama in her pocket yeah because she does the drama makes sense yep. and, and matthew has computer club in his pocket yep um oh also we should point out they both have great campaign slogans but i'd like to state that emily's is better than two-time landslide campaign man- manager maury rydell's what is what so is, it's, uh, it's par- matt parker your friend for president yeah which is very good or vote olivia for a, a better, better tomorrow, tomorrow which yeah. is just basic yeah i like matt parker your friend for president that's so good it's good that's i so like good. it it's so good in like a middle school context well done Man, i'm gonna steal that and use it if i run for student body at lbc perfect <laughs> 
your friend for president for president <laughs> um yeah so then we uh maury starts going through his strategy and he's like all right the band members want more uniforms and more respect and then we jump to olivia giving a speech in the band room that is a very good speech yeah um oh yeah and and yeah it, it was that it was while she was giving the speech that i was like because i didn't do any of the context stuff beforehand because i like mm-hmm. to go in as cold as i can and i was like oh shoot she's jail isn't she yeah like during that scene very much uh, especially with like the patriotic music underneath and jill was like the cop kid yeah like asserting yourself yes yeah yes and i was like oh okay i just made this connection yeah that was so good yeah and yeah so we we get that yep and Um, yeah so it's it seems pretty clear that uh olivia is kind of winning because she's more charismatic right correct so matt like uh matthew parker's whole thing is that yeah he's a good candidate but he's not very he's not the person that people would vote for even though he's a has good ideas yeah Yeah. um and right and And so now we see them kind of both going at each other because of a conversation with zoe and maury exactly so maury kind of it goes up to zoe and he's like hey so olivia's next speech is going to be here if you want to cover it mm-hmm. and olivia's like what is even the point yeah she's just she gonna is win. so far ahead like 40 points polls, like there is no reason to there's no reason to cover this people don't care about my coverage of it mm-hmm. um because like it's all yeah. but over yeah and so maury's like well just like stir up some controversy yeah He's like, people love drama. People love controversy. People engage with that because it's something interesting. Yep. They don't want answers. They want to be engaged. I just, I think it's interesting that Maury's like, hey, Zoe, stir up controversy. And then she doesn't really? No. Yeah. Like, like Matthew and, like, she might egg him on a little bit, but Matthew and Olivia do this to themselves. Yeah. Um, And then... Maury has an incredibly biting line of, we're just lucky that Matthew and Olivia don't act like some of the real politicians out there. Yeah, seriously. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. We're going to try and keep cool. Mm. Um, so yeah, then, right, then Matthew's freaking out about how she's got, Olivia's got the band and the athletes and even the Chinese club, um... And they're trying to strategize on how to get, you know, get some of this back. Yeah. And Olivia's got some plans. Um, or not Olivia, sorry. Emily's got, got some ideas. Yeah. And she wants, so basically Matthew's really worried. Like he's concerned because he's behind by 40 points. And, you know, Emily gives him good advice. Like in the sense that like do what you do best and that's problem solve. And right. Tell people how you're solving problems, and they're gonna like that. Yeah, and uh, and that's a pretty good yeah. campaign strategy, and it seems to actually work for him. This this episode feels, I don't know, feels a little bit like what mm-hmm. would happen if I ran against Andrew in an election. Oh yeah, for sure. I've got the solutions. Andrew's, Andrew's got, got the charisma. charisma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at us and let us know which one of us is more charismatic. I am kidding. Do not. Um. <laughs> 
If we were to both run for president, who would you vote for? You know what? No, that I might actually do. Yeah, we'd do a Twitter put up poll. a Twitter poll. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It could be done. Yep. Nope. That that that'll that'll go up with the uh, with with the promos for on, student, on Twitter. Student, student and I'll maybe president. do a. Uh, you can do polls in an Instagram story, right? I'll do yes. That as yes, well. you can. All right. That's gonna happen. Epic. Vote. Vote, vote for me. I'm better than Andrew. You're probably right, but you could give me a shot. But Andrew, uh, I can edit this podcast and just make you look dumb. It's so easy. (laughs) (laughs) This is the problem. And we've we've had the conversation off, Mike. I can never run for office because of all of the recorded things that you have of me saying stupid things. It's true. A campaign I have a folder. Of, the campaign of me against Dylan would last all of however long it would take for him to upload that file. It, well, it would last all of how long it would take for me to disregard my ethics, tying back into the episode. Look at that. Ay. Boom. Um, what a segue. Oh, man. Dude, we're nailing it. Um, so, right. So then the, their plan is, hey, you know, we're going to go after the theater club. She had that by default, but yeah. let's like let's see what we can do. Yeah. And then and then so we have a scene of Zoe Shaking telling up. Olivia, like, hey, so the theater club is going to vote for Matthew. And I was like, Oh, so this is Zoe like stirring up controversy? But no, this No, is the theater club is going to vote for Matthew, Matthew because Matthew just bawled out and was like, Yo, I will get you a new sound system and a new uh, he, he's basically like the high school system. the high school will give us their old equipment which is better than what we have yeah um and i can like make all that happen as president great plan he's I already like talked to like, him he's already right. done the work this he's guy already, is insane already lined it up and like right so maybe part like maybe part of the problem that odyssey's trying to point out is hey they're like Doing all of this, like, lobbying and pandering and making campaign promises, which, yeah. you know, not a great, like, not a great look. However, it did make sense. Right. Like, I would say that my issue with lobbying and pandering and stuff is when people make promises that they cannot keep to. But if right. he's already had a conversation with these people, I right. and, like... That sounds like a done deal to me. Right, and it's not like we know what their policy is, really. Like, their campaigns are solely just like, hey, what can I do for the people who vote for me? Mm -hmm. Which might be a parallel. Um, Ooh, Ooh, that's a little hot right there. (laughs) Um, But, but yeah. So, so now now they get mad at each other. Um, They have a confrontation. In front of the drama club. Yep. And it was at this point that it finally clicked for me that the title refers to both Parkers. Yep. I know. That should have been extremely obvious. But the thing was, I knew who Matthew Parker was before this episode. So I read the title and thought, okay, Matthew Parker is running for president. Yes. And then at this point I realized, oh no, they're siblings. Both their names is Parker. The title is clever. And another point as to why you should vote for Dylan over me, I didn't realize that until just right now, so... (laughs) All right, because you were responding as though I was saying the most obvious thing in the world. No, 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 no. I would just like to clearly say that 
I only figured that out now. <laughs> you all did, were you also thinking it was just about Matthew? Yeah. Well, yeah. no. When I looked at the episode, I was like, and I didn't think about the fact right. that Parker could work for both of them yep. until I literally looked at the URL for the website. <laughs> so then Olivia's like, okay, I'm going to go after the computer club. Mm-hmm. Emily gets Emily finds out about that via a note that was put in her locker, mm-hmm. and she goes. I don't know how it got in there. Someone must have my combo. Every locker I've ever seen in my entire life has slats mm-hmm. that people put notes through. Yes. That's the thing. That lockers do, yes. Right. If they didn't, they would, like, there'd be no ventilation and everything would smell so bad and, and all of that. It's also pretty easy to break into lockers. Sure. But, like... Like, we have electronic codes, at my ones at work, and you could just pop those bad boys open with a pair of scissors. Nothing is safe. But just thinking about, like, school lockers and, like, oh, like, there's no reason that someone would have to have broken into her locker to leave a note. So but breaking like, into lockers is, like, Odyssey's classic. Movie. I know. They broke into my locker. Oh, my gosh. I know. But it's just, like, come on, detective girl. Like, maybe Odyssey is the reason that I secretly wanted to have a locker. I mean, dude, I think Odyssey is the reason, is... Has defined so many homeschoolers, like, ideas of what public school is like. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah. So anyways, that weird aside where she's convinced someone broke into her locker, despite it just being a piece of paper that was put in. Um, we then, but, so there was a piece of paper put in with Mm -hmm. a tip saying, hey, Olivia's going after the computer club. Yeah. Which is interesting. Who could it be? Certainly not Maury. I mean, it could be Zoe. Could be. Zo- well, the it's only... stir up controversy. Right, right. So so we get the idea that, like, Zoe's quote-unquote trying to stir up controversy, even though she's just telling them stuff. But she told... She was the one who told Olivia that the theater club was going to vote for Matthew. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be surprising that she also told Emily that the computer club was going to vote for Olivia. Wow. What do you mean, like, uh... The media can sometimes intentionally sabotage uh, actually valuable political endeavors for personal monetary gain. Yeah, and play both sides. Oh, um, I love it. Oh, man. And so, right. So it's at this point that they have this big fight in front of the computer club, and things are starting to get more heated, and they are going at each other um, not as hard as they will, but a little bit harder. And there is the incredible back and forth of... Olivia saying, I inspire. And Matthew responding, you conspire. You perspire. Olivia comes back with, you perspire. That one hit home. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. It is. It's like a weird owl lyric. Like. Yeah. No, no, it is. It is. It's like they're riffing off each other. And it, what it, it becomes very clearly familial because then she's like, and you sleep with this stuffed animal. That doesn't happen until the radio Until the debate. Yeah. Until the debate. But. It's yeah, but uh, we're we're building here, and so so like her Olivia's big thing is like, hey, like she 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 asks Matthew to explain like, hey, how would you, how would you get new computers for the computer club? And he starts getting like weirdly technical, and she yeah, mo- like mimes snoring, yeah, and then is like, look, man, like I can actually go to the board and present the hey this is how you should do how this is you should get computers and like matthew has great ideas but i'm the person that's going to get things done right 
Very much so. Um, and then Zoe's like, all right, let's just do it. Let's just have an official debate. Mm-hmm. So they set it up for tomorrow being broadcast on kids radio. Zoe is moderating. Um, and yeah, they very quickly, they both kind of give their taglines and then it very quickly devolves into them throwing out things that the other have said in private, talking about Matthew not being confident for running, mm-hmm. talking about Olivia dissing the athletes yep. back and forth until we get to the the stuffed animals and the fact that he used to have a stuffed elephant named Mr. Bumbleshoot. Yeah. It wasn't an yeah, it's an elephant. Yeah. Why would you name an elephant Bumbleshoot? I don't know. He's a child. That's fair. My it's... imaginary friend was named Bunker. Right. I I believe that has been established on the show. Probably. We've been doing this for two years. Yeah. Um anyways, this yeah. This debate hit home a little hard in that it's just chaos and them making fun of each other and the moderator not doing a great job. Oh boy. <sighs> yeah. And then, uh... But democracy yeah. is an important thing, and it's valuable to participate. And then, like, Emily, like, yeah, rushes yeah. onto the stage and tries to, like, be the bigger moderator. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, I was like, okay, odds are pretty good now that Emily becomes president at the end of this episode. Because yeah. she steps on stage and, like, says some good stuff. No, Emily like, is the hero of this episode, undoubtedly. She, she steps on, says some good stuff, and I'm like, oh, shoot, Emily's going to become president. And I was like, oh, wait. Or is, like, the thought that, like, Maury will become president. Yeah. And so then we go to the next scene, and the, the principal invites um, Olivia, Matthew, and Emily into his office to discuss the winner. And they say, hey, Maury doesn't need to come in. And I'm like, okay, it is going to be Emily, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and so then the principal's like, yeah, so neither of you won. Emily won on a writing campaign um, where they received, like, a bunch of anonymous texts and emails, like, rallying the student body together. And I was like, oh, so that was Maury. Yeah, that was Maury. So Maury sent out a bunch of these texts to get Aunt Emily to be the leader. No idea why. Um Love. That benefits him. Yeah, that that was the only thing I thought is like, does Maury have a crush on Emily? Is that is that the point here? But or he's going yeah. to use her as a puppet. Who knows? We don't know. Um, but but Emily is like, or Emily is kind of reluctant, and both Matthew and Olivia. Like, I like that they are both like, yeah, we were idiots, and also like, you're well equipped to do this. You should do it. Yeah. Um. It's just nice the level, like the lack of vitriol now that they're like Mm -hmm. out of the limelight, out of the heat of the moment. Yeah. That there hasn't been like permanent damage done, that they're still like siblings. And the hard thing that this episode. She feels bad for telling everyone that, you know, about the name of his stuffed animals. Yeah. That sort of thing. The, The hard thing that this episode does is that it shows how politics can dehumanize the politicians. And how politics, like, because of what it is, like, and that's a, that's a, like, a motif in the show, like, it's not personal, it's just politics. And that's the excuse that they give for tearing each other down. And so now we see this thing, and it's really unfortunate to then look at it in real life, and you see all these people, and they've been in government for so long, that, like, what does it even look like for them to be human anymore, you know? Yeah. Uh, It's... 
it's a very interesting picture that Focus on the Family paints, whether it's intentional or unintentional, of just what does politics do to people and good people and like friendships and and things like yeah. that. Yeah, and we're supposed to see like, oh, like they were being manipulated into this, but it also it doesn't feel like it. Like the most manipulation Zoe does is. Like, because they would have found out the info about what clubs were voting for who, regardless. Yeah. So, like, she expediated that, I guess. Yeah. And then, like, like the most Zoe did was, like, just be a bad moderator. She didn't even egg them on that much. It's just, like, I don't know. The whole thing of, like, yeah, they were being manipulated doesn't really feel like it's the point. It's, like, the point is more, like... They let, like, they let the competition get the better of them? Yeah, well, and there's a lot of, like, this episode follows all of the the stereotypical trademarks as to, like, what's kind of bad about politics. And, like, in the arguments that they have, like, oh, you took that out of context, and blah, 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 and, like, very much a, like, oh, I'm defensive because you're doing this, and, like, I do this, but you're also like this, and, and you know very much just this aggressive like tear the other person down so that you're the only one left kind of uh tactic and it's unfortunate because that feels to be the way that our political system works <laughs> yeah especially especially right now yeah um yeah in a great headspace um Ooh, we're just the, the other thing the other thing i would like to point out is unless something has changed Mr. Whitaker is still the one in charge of kids' radio. Why did he allow that to broadcast? Could have been sleeping. <laughs> it's just Taking like... Taking a nap. <laughs> it's like, how was he not around to help moderate? Or, like, why was he completely hands-off in allowing these two people to just, like, yell at each other and not have any repercussions? And I think the answer is just, like... To make a point. <laughs> well, I partially to make a point, partially because, like... They just don't have weight in this episode, probably because, you know, they only can have so many people in for budgetary reasons. Yeah. But, like, yeah, that was... Well, rough. and it would also, like, throw something very different into the episode. Because the yeah. episode revolves entirely around school for Mr. Whitaker to insert yeah. himself in with the but only connection being the But that's what Whit does. That's fair. Very in line with his character. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So we, we end on... Um, Maury being suspect yeah i mean <laughs> i guess everything worked out exactly how it should have right i'm gonna go hang out with my sister yep and then uh and then we end on a scene between matthew and olivia where they're talking about like oh we're gonna have to break it to our parents that they're no longer gonna be first parents yeah. Which is really fun. And Matthew's like, oh, yeah, I'll have to, you know, dad wanted to, was already asking when he could see a tour of the Oval Office, assuming, like, the cowboy allowed us to keep that, that janitor's closet. <laughs> um, and and uh, and then maybe my favorite joke of the episode is, is Olivia saying, he was already starting to call their bedroom Camp David. <laughs> yeah. Because their dad's name is David. Yep. And Camp David is the president's, the president's retreat yep. away from the White House. And it is so Perfect. funny that that's what they went with. Perfect I just, I love the joke. I don't know. Like, I imagine it also is a joke that goes over a lot of children's heads. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's great. And I love it. Yeah, so good. So good. 
Well, that, that's the episode. That's the episode, dude. We got through an episode. Predictions for the future. Ugh. Or um, just... I don't know. I mean, we already threw out our theories about this episode. Yeah, but... I think I think it's I think Maury obviously rigged the election. I don't, I don't... rigged it. Is no, not strong. rigged it. I think that Maury is a he... power player that is not uh, yes. known. He's an anonymous right. power player. Right. So he intentionally pitted the two of them against each other through Zoe, so that he, so that like he could then write like get emily mm-hmm. as a writing candidate mm-hmm. is what we're hypothesizing or he knew f- or he genuinely was not caring and then realized that emily was the better one right. and and that's know, the thing the he might have just that's 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 exactly it is was this the plan from the beginning to get emily as president or was he just stirring up drama for fun and then realized like oh Emily would be good for president. Let me make that happen. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Well, Odyssey follows this theme where it's like, Odyssey is a place that has these very deep, uh, in like embedded morals. And so for a bad guy to come in to have any um, effect, for, they for have a- to shake it up and kind of not necessarily attack those morals, but make them a little bit less clear. Right. So any character who shows up, up like you can tell like oh maury's going to be like somewhat of a villain here because he is the like because you can tell maury's going to be somewhat of a villain here because he is immediately like not operating with the same moral code as everyone else is just by default yeah yeah and so that like sets up like oh okay this is a guy to be like on the lookout for yeah but I like that he, like, seems nice. He's not, like, a bully. And that Emily just... was good. Like, like Emily was clearly right. a good candidate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's the other thing. Is It's like, could any of them have been good candidates? Yes. Like, I really don't think it mattered too much who won. But after, like, things got so ramped up, pushing for Emily to win was a really nice resolution. And also... I think helped mend things between the siblings mm-hmm. that they don't have to be like, Oh, one of us lost and one of us won. Yeah. Like it works out really nicely in that way that we have a winner who is a friend of both of theirs and outside of it. Mm-hmm. And has proven to be of moral upstanding character. Yeah. So out of yeah. five stars, what would you give in this one? Oh gosh. Are we going to keep doing this? We don't, we don't have to. I personally don't know that I want to. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, the reason I brought it up is because you intentionally hate the five-star scale. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I I don't know what to compare it to. I, I, I Enjoyment. Much, Enjoyment. Right, I much rather would say just like, I really enjoyed listening to this episode. I like a lot of the stuff that it's doing. And as you just heard, like, I don't really have criticisms to lobby against it. No. No, I, I liked what it had to say and I liked the outcome. It was just delightful all around. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was weird getting to know these new characters, but they weren't bad. I no, like Matthew, episode, I love all of them. This episode, I think, did a good job of establishing all these characters. As likable individuals. Well, and also, for someone who's just jumping... Like, I'm jumping in on the second track of the 11th album, or the 10th album, with these characters. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like how quickly it establishes who they all are mm-hmm. for someone who doesn't really have greater context of them. Yeah, no, definitely, 
very strong. Yeah, good it's feeling. it's a good start. Mm. And I I will go as far. While I won't give it a star rating, rating, I will go as far as to say I think the eighty five percent that it has on the wiki is a little low. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, I would give it I, at least a ninety. Like compared to other shows that we have, other episodes that we have covered, I think that that user rating is on the lower end. Yeah, I don't really have much to complain about. I don't yeah, think that they handled I, it poorly, really, no, I, at all. I like it all around. Way to I'm, come out New Odyssey. All right, know, let's go. I know. I'm, I'm now so, I'm happy. I'm so, like, looking forward to covering this, and yeah. Come along with us. Yeah. Come, Tweet at us. Yeah. If you've never heard it before, give us your fan theories. Hashtag, yeah. please, dear God, do not spoil the Rydell saga for <laughs> Dylan and Andrew. Andrew will cry, and Dylan will have to deal with that. I don't know if that's 280 characters, but it probably would fit. <laughs> Give it a shot. If anybody tweets that at me, I, I'll at least like it. Yeah. Um. All right. Other things. Oh, okay. Anything else you want to say about the episode? Okay. Um, then greater context show. We have a couple new reviews on Apple Podcasts. Oh, awesome. That I've been holding out on reading because it's felt a little self-congratulatory to do that on a guest episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you uh, would like to... Leave us a review uh, on Apple Podcasts or another podcast app. We would love that. Mm -hmm. Um, That is so fun. And Mm -hmm. we will uh, read five-star reviews out on the podcast. Um, The, uh, if you, so we check the U.S. and Canada iTunes um, or Apple Podcasts uh, reviews if you leave a review on a different podcast app or from a different country or whatever, super cool. Just shoot us an email or a tweet or something to let us know so that we can find that and mm-hmm. read it. Um, we have to search out for each of those individually. Yeah. Um, it's any- fun because we do we do the show almost entirely for us. And so the idea that other people enjoy it is just like, it's delightful. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. So uh, first off, we have a review left back in August um, on uh, the Apple Podcasts in Canada from uh, user Magic Rules. Ooh. Fun, yet informative. <laughs> Great reviews in a fun way. Best AIO podcast I've listened to. Keep up the good work, guys. So, Dang. Thank you to Magic Rules. Thank you, Magic we, Rules. We appreciate your review. Um, and then... On the U.S. side of things, we have a five-star review left uh, the beginning of September by Noah Brown, entitled Cream of the Crop. Oh. (laughs) Easily the most stable of Odyssey fan podcasts. The Wadfam Chalkpot is fun, engaging, and hilarious. I listen to every new episode. Thank you guys for keeping people entertained during this troubling time. Clap emoji. (laughs) thanks thank you noah brown we really appreciate yeah, that that yeah. is yeah. yeah as much as you appreciate us we appreciate you for saying it so much <laughs> because yeah. the idea that this show means anything to anyone outside of this room is kind of bonkers to me still yeah but it's really cool and i really um yeah i'm really happy that we're doing this and i'm excited to cover more and yeah. keep going you know i'm not gonna lie i was i was hitting a little bit of a a little bit of a plateau at post blackard i was kind of like well how much longer are we gonna keep doing this but mm, i'm excited yeah 
Um, and uh, this week, in lieu of Andrew and I plugging our own stuff, I would like to plug uh, registering to vote. Yeah, that seems let's thematically do it. Relevant. We are at that time of year. Um, see, I mean, depending on your state, it may have passed. Sorry if that's the case. But yeah, if you are eligible to vote in that you are 18 years old and a citizen of the United States of America, uh, go do that, please. We don't care who you vote for. Oh, we no. We just want you to vote. Just, just vote. I've got to uh, put in a link in the, uh, in the show notes to vote.org, which has uh, all the ways to vote. You can also check your voter registration there if you're not confident that you are registered. Uh and get details on how to register if you are not registered. Please register to vote. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that just seemed like the the right thing to say Episode there. Episode about running for office and voting, very topical. It all yeah. works out. I know. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. And with all that being said, we will be back next week to talk about episode 804, The Key Suspect. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lids Podcast Company. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Parker for President was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acebo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wadfam Chalk Pod. <laughs>